levels seem good. We well, should be good. What? Level, level. I was just checking my voice at the same time as yours to see levels. Yeah, and that because, would have done because, nothing. Well, no, because it balance. I, if I can hear me equally, oh, this is very the, true. So I was just looking at the levels on on audacity. And you know what? You have the computer in front of you. All yeah, I have, I have the audacity to. <laughs> I couldn't help it. There's no no puns. No, not, not right now. Not this early. Um. Okay. So <laughs> we're uh. I guess well, it's been a while. So yeah, right. Seriously. Okay, so I am uh, I'm Kenny Adams, your host, and this is AJ Berkshire. All right, and we are going to be reviewing for you today uh, Skyfall for this new episode of Retroactive, which is now on the Odzuki Podcasting Network, um, which just so happens to be hosted by me. Uh, but uh, yes, uh, so Skyfall. Now I'm just going to tell you, I'm not the biggest Bond fan. I've watched maybe uh, all of the movies once. Each, um, I am the complete opposite. I know, so so you're gonna have to walk me through this. And if I look lost or if there's a little dead silence, I'm just gonna let you run with it. You're pretty much commanding the ship on this one. That that makes sense. Because uh, I'm again, I know I knew a lot of the references, but there were you know I was looking on Reddit for a little while and I saw some of the other references, and I'm just like. Okay, it makes no sense to me. Uh, see what the way you should have known when a reference happened that you didn't understand was there. Uh, there was obviously one other really crazy Bond person in the room, like in the theater, mm-hmm. because every single time there was like a reference where I was really really happy, there was a like, one person who would clap and go, "Ow!" Yeah, they were like, "Oh!" <laughs> it was like, yeah. it was like, really? I mean, like. This isn't a midnight showing, right? There wasn't like a guy dressed in a tux outside, right? I, I mean, I was excited, but. Which, Dude, which with how much? Uh, really quick, just uh, hopping on this. Uh, what with how much of a history there is with Bond? How come there aren't people that are cosplaying? I mean, I guess there will be a lot of people in suits. Well, I guess what it would look like is you just have like a line of people outside of a, a movie theater that look like butlers. That's <laughs> <laughs> really what it would be. Is like, oh, no, I'm I'm James Bond. It's like actually you're. Just wearing a tux very poorly. Right. Um, you know, it's it maybe carry around drinks. Um, yeah, like or... everybody's standing in line just has martinis. It's like, you realize that's illegal, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, now with uh, Skyfall, let's get r- right into it now. Yeah. Um, first thing I will say is um, I absolutely love Daniel Craig as Bond. Um, again, I've seen all of them uh, before. I, I would say that for me rating it, I would say Connery's number one. Um, I would have to say, I actually give Timothy Dalton the edge over Pierce oh, Brosnan. No, no, no. Dalton was in two films, and one of them, License to Kill. It's just like, by the way, I'm on a killing spree, and I'm not really James Bond because uh, my friend got attacked by a shark. Good point. Good Come point. on, all right, really? Okay. <laughs> all right, we'll, 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 we'll give it to Pierce. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, and then who was the Australian dude that played Bond? Uh, uh, George Lizenby. He was yeah. in one. And film. then he had like Frilly uh, in like it, part of it. Nobody even cares about that because really, <laughs> what matters is at the end of the movie, he gets married, his <laughs> yes. wife gets killed, and he cries. Yes, it's Bond like, doesn't it's, cry. Well, it's like Bond can cry if it's done really, really well. Like they do. Uh, Daniel Craig cries. Yes, he's he's actually cried more than any other Bond, but he's done it. So unbelievably well that no one no one remembers the crime. They just like he's passionate. It's, whereas with, it's man tears. With, whereas with Lesenby, they're like, did you see that? Did you see that guy? <laughs> did you see what he was doing? Um, he was bobbering. Yeah. Um. And Daniel Craig, when he cries, I mean, there's poison in his tears for his enemies. There's poison leaking out of those deep crystal blue pools. 
Wow, you just <laughs> took it to a different <laughs> level. Okay, so uh, but Daniel Craig as Bond, uh, I love the opening sequences that they do with Daniel Craig. The, Absolutely amazing. Every every single one they've had, uh, you know, they've had Casino Royale, mm-hmm. Bomb of Solace, and now they've had Skyfall, and they've all opened on like the highest action note. It's always like, boom, yeah, oh, Jesus, it's like <laughs> Bond, yeah, <laughs> but it's, it, they really do it well because it it so perfectly tailors into mm-hmm. like then them going into the opening credits and then everything plays into it really really nicely it it's does. not it's not super cheesy when they do it right but i have to say that this movie did a really good job at like edging us into the cheese it did yes like, and, and it seems to me and we'll get into this a little bit later but it seems to me that they're t- trying to uh they've gave, given daniel craig uh two or three intro movies to bring it around to start introducing the cheese into yeah. into the series again well it's like they they introduced him like the this um gritty realistic spy thriller mm-hmm. with casino royale and um Quantum of Solace was kind of the awkward middle child, I'd say, of these three. <laughs> well, it really is because, like, it's one of the only... It is it is the only time a James Bond movie has ever been picked up sequentially. Mm-hmm. It happens right at the end right. of, uh, of Casino Royale. And it's just, like, more... It was like it was like Casino Royale was like, oh, well, we were supposed to make it longer. <laughs> it's like, that's really what it kind of felt like. That is, that is a very good point. Um, but, uh, you know, the opening sequence, you... Um, well, one thing again, we'll get into. We will be dealing with some spoilers in this one. So be prepared. We'll give you fair warning. It is impossible for us to talk about a movie without spoiling yeah, you, it. You can't. Um, but you know, you're, you're going into it, and uh, the action sequence crazy. Uh, again, Daniel Craig carries himself perfectly. Uh, and it, it was in the preview, so this isn't a spoiler. But yeah. whenever the back of the train gets ripped off, and he just hops in, adjusts his tie, and just, and he's yeah. already he's shot. Yeah, he, he got shot in the shoulder. He like rips open the back of a train using a backhoe and just <laughs> leaps into it. And he's like, no. Nah, Man, I'm fine. Yeah, he's I like, got I'm this. good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adjust Chill out. my tie. Right. <laughs> Chill out. I'm good. Y'all good? All right, just hold on. <laughs> wait, wait a second. You know what's more important than this train wreck right now? My tie. Yes. Adjust. <laughs> That's really what good. it is. Um, so uh, again, uh, great performances uh, from the from the start, uh, and then of course you got the title sequence um, yep. that uh, I really, really think Adele has brought it back full circle. Well. The music was absolutely perfect, but the thing that I think I picked up on immediately mm-hmm. was that they like the the title sequence kind of gave away the idea of the film, which was like getting back to the crux of what James Bond is, which is right. this misogynistic madman who has <laughs> gadgets. And it's like, the, I mean, they didn't go full bore, but like the credits were like harking back to the silliness of like Pierce Brosnan's credits, where it's like, look at. The oil exploding and women <laughs> bouncing out of it and the silhouettes. And it's like, it was completely ridiculous, but beautiful at the same time. And where you have the ridiculousness of the way they did the uh, motion graphics for that, you also have uh, the sound that harkened back to like the, I'd say, 60s or 70s. Ah, you know, to, to, to where, again, it, it had that sultry, uh, well, this guy is going to uh, take you and he's just going to say, I'm just going to do it and you're going to like it. It's like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Yeah. You're going to love every minute of it. And then you're going to brag on Facebook. <laughs> then, you, then you're going to tell other people about it, and I'll say I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, and then, you know, it goes in, and uh, plot-wise, I, I've seen a lot of people talking about how this movie was a little disjointed when it came to the plot. I thought that it was extremely simplified, in my opinion. Actually, yeah, I think, um, I would say maybe the some people didn't get off on the fact that, like, it was as long as it was, but streamlined. Like, that was one thing I really loved, is that it was, what, two hours and 15 minutes? Yes. 
and when it was over, I was like, oh, well, I was, I was like, hey, you, you can't and actually, I had a little bit of the opposite reaction. Really? There, there, I think there was, I think they could have cut out maybe about five or 10 minutes uh, throughout the movie of just like maybe an extra but, long pause yeah, or I, things like I mean, that. I feel like, I feel like you're, you're nitpicking on something. It's, it's not like, like Dark Knight Rises where you're like, you know what they didn't need? 40 Everything. minutes of that film. <laughs> <laughs> yes. like, there was yeah, so, I was just saying like 10 to 15 yeah, minutes. Like 10 to 15 minutes, I feel like that's like arguable probably between like the director and the people editing. It, right. like it could have gone back and forth and been shortened up a little bit. But what I'd say is that at the end of the movie, I wasn't like, oh, finally. Right. Whereas it was like, you know, wow, okay, two hours and 15 minutes just went by. I, I would say the first, um, like some of the... Um, uh, the, the first bits with him, uh, nothing with Judy Dench. She was perfect throughout the entire movie. Beautiful. Uh, love, love Judy Dench as M. Uh, but some of the, you know, the earlier stuff where, um, you know, you're going through some of the more political aspects oh, of it. Yeah, that, yeah. Some of that stuff. Um, and again, there was just like extra long pauses, or and this is just from a pure editing standpoint. Um, but uh, all in all, I think that the streamlined um, uh, plot was was did itself a uh, favor for the movie. Yeah. Um, um, now I'm looking at the cast here you have uh, Daniel Craig you got Judy Dench obviously as M uh, Javier Bardem or Bardem however you say his name yeah uh, that uh, he was perfect it, perfect brilliant James Bond villain yes absolutely it, spot on it wasn't over the top it wasn't uh, you know he, he wasn't cheesy um, he had a perfect motive for what he was doing yep um, and one thing, and again, we're going to jump into spoiler territory. I have to jump way ahead into the movie where <laughs> B- Bond and uh, his character Silva um, are having a uh, conversation. Bond is captured. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he starts, uh, Silva starts rubbing yeah, Bond's he, thighs. Yeah, he's like coming on to James yeah. Bond. The thing that has a lot of people irritated, and I want your take on this, and again, this is something that happens, uh, not even really a big plot, this is just a, like, kind of a throwaway line. Yeah. Um, He's like, yeah, he says something along the lines of, you never know, you may like it. And Bond looks at him and says, who says this is my first time? Yeah. Okay, so uh, were they insinuating that Bond may have, you know, been like, hey, 006? No, I, I think Clear, uh, man. I think for the most part, like, hey. no one no one who knows the way they do Bond would go like, clearly they're making him gay. Now, I don't think that's what they were doing at all. I think mm-hmm. what it was is that they were playing off the idea that Bond will say anything mm-hmm. to try and screw with someone who's captured him. He's just like, he's going to play it off like, yeah, no, you're trying to make me feel awkward. You're trying to make me feel weird. I'll make you feel awkward. Take your pants off. I'll make you feel weird. <laughs> I'll make you feel things you never thought you'd feel. Can I brush, or would I? Can I brush your hair? I, I, yeah, it's just, it's one of those. Can, can I get my hands off? Can I be in touch like, your face? Uh, can I touch your, your power clashing shirt and tie? <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and then Javier uh, would be like, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's it's just like in Casino Royale when Bond was getting tortured the far, first time, mm-hmm. where you know he's stripped naked and he's getting just beaten with a rope, <laughs> and in he's you know he's laughing at him and he's like, oh, everyone's gonna know that you died scratching my balls. <laughs> it's like you know he's he's purposely just doing something to throw the other person right. off. So I don't I don't think killer spy techniques. Yeah, it, it, that was spot see, on. See what Bond. I did there. Killer spy techniques. Sorry, I we said okay. yeah. No, I, we said no, no, no puns. We can't. We have to have puns. It's Bond. It is Bond. Yes, Bond is like the epitome of puns. Um, now you have uh, of, you have uh, Ralph Fiennes, uh, or however you say his name. Yeah. Um, but as uh, Mallory, um, and you know, again, that that's where we start getting a little bit more into the political aspects of it. But yeah. I think his parts uh, played in very well um, uh, into it, uh, as opposed to dealing with. Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, what was it? Uh, Tanner. 
um, the the character. It's played by a Rory Kinnear. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that they were dealing with. Uh, now again, I'm not uh, well versed in my UK. Uh, in my <laughs> just, UK, just go ahead and ask me. Okay. I'll, I'll... Were they dealing like in Parliament or I mean like where were uh, okay was, yeah, yeah it, explain it, it. it was um it's not technically Parliament they were having like a, a hearing okay. that was like a public hearing where they're like you know it's kind of like when um we put together committees here mm-hmm. and like it'll be a Senate committee where a bunch of senators are like asking somebody on the record and you can gotcha. watch it on CNN and everybody's like this is really boring uh, it oh, was essentially span okay yeah it was it was basically that except that the Prime Minister was involved for some reason gotcha so that. That was really all that was. Okay. And I mean, I think it was really, really boring, like those sections. But at the same time, the overarching plot where it's like just because it's old doesn't mean it's not good. Right. Like, that's really what this was. That was like how they went back to like the way James Bond was acting. I thought like like there was this subtlety that was just brilliant. In Absolutely. It. It's like that was just like seamlessly woven in to the the actual plot line of like the villain and the fight and everything it was just like a by the way dinosaurs still have tricks <laughs> okay uh and going along those lines let's talk about some of the uh new things that were introduced well new but old uh thing that were introduced let's head off with q i i was really super excited about q mm-hmm. i think um it really played into the storyline perfectly to have him as young as he was. Yes, because because it, it'll have him grow with the character. Exactly, they'll they'll, they'll be able to keep the same guy. But man, I really like older Q. Yeah, like like it's like oh, what's this gadget? That's not a gadget. That's my lunch. <laughs> like you know, just all of the that kind of like tongue in cheek, absolute insanity. Now, now that I think about it, uh, you, you uh, it's a total side tangent. Do you ever watch Fringe? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, uh, what's his character's name? Walter Bishop. Walter, yeah, Walter Bishop is Q, pretty much. <laughs> um, if you think about it, because it's, it's, I, I don't know, Q doesn't do quite as much completely <laughs> mind bending intoxicants, <laughs> <laughs> and he also hasn't played with the fabric of space and time yet. Give him, a, give him like give two him or three years. I, I do have He's to say young. that the, the like that the what the, the the gadgets that he gave him, mm-hmm. it was great. He hands him this little box. They're like sitting in there, and he opens it up, and it's like. It's a gun and like this little metal box. And he's like, what is this? And he's like, well, you know, this gun will only fire when you're holding it. It's like a little like fingerprint scanner, essentially. Uh-huh. And he's like, and that is a distress beacon. <laughs> and like, and he closes it. He's like, a gun and a radio. Not exactly Christmas. <laughs> and in Q, like my one of my favorite lines, he's like, what did you want? An exploding pen? We don't really do that anymore. <laughs> it's like, it's like they were just totally making fun of themselves. But at the same time, like keeping it a part of it it's almost as if they were ribbing uh mission impossible a little bit um you know to, to, to where they're like look you know we have some of the same ideals same thing, but we're not going to go crazy stupid with all this uh, I, crazy crazy outlandish gadgets I, I would dare to say that they were ribbing themselves more than anything else because like all of the old school scenes with q it's like pens are exploding and like there's scenes where like inflatable like mattresses expand inside of phone booths and guys are stuck and (laughs) dummies are exploding i mean they were always doing completely ridiculous crap in the q laboratories so it's like i feel like they really were just like 
yeah, we were really ridiculous back then, but we're going to pretend we were. Right. Um, now, w- one thing that uh, I've also seen, uh, you know, I've tried to keep my finger on the pulse of, you know, people's reactions to the movie. Uh, not your pulse. Oh. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, they were, uh, some people were actually comparing it to uh, the first Mission Impossible movie, um, where they uh, let the, got the knock list out. Okay, this is this is hilarious. Okay, go ahead. I literally watched the first Mission Impossible movie yesterday. Really? Yeah, I okay. just just because I wanted to. Mm. It is so bad. It really, really it is. is. It so, does not, it so does not bad. hold up at all. Oh man, everything just went to crap in that film. It really, really did. And uh, in comparison with Skyfall, there are some things that um, that I'm going to hit on. Uh, and you see some of these. Uh, and we talked about this after the movie as well. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, uh, let's talk action set pieces. Um, with uh, th- with this movie, okay. First one that you see is again the train the well, the it, train chase. It, well, I feel like every single uh, James Bond movie opens with a chase scene. It does. It well, does. at least Daniel Craig's have uh, uh, the parkour. Uh, which that was um uh where they were going through the city and they were yeah they were in Spain. Yeah, that that was um which which Bond which one oh oh was... no you're talking about uh, uh Casino Royale yeah, that yeah, yeah, one yeah. started that wasn't Spain that was in um South America I think mm-hmm. or something like that but he was chasing the bomb build yes. the bomb maker yes yeah okay so they start on that one and then on the second one qualm of solace they pick up and he's got what's his name the trunk and it's a big car yes, chase that scene. and that was that was a brilliant uh, scene rivals that was, ronin that for was car chases that was really good but this one opens and it's like a it's like um like an infiltration mm-hmm. that turns into a car chase scene that turns into a train chase scene that turns into a train fighting scene that turns into a guy getting shot. Yes. Um and uh, who's uh, who was shot by Eve, uh, Naomi Harris, which we will, oh, we will yeah, just, just hold I on. I'm so happy about just, that. Just hold on <laughs> for that. Um, okay, but, uh, you know, some of the bigger ones that you see, again, you see them in a preview, yep. uh, involving a train, a train coming, crashing through, uh, subterranean yeah, level. Yeah, it was one of the tube stations, yeah. you know, have the... Now, I don't know about you, but I've seen plenty of world's wildest videos and world's craziest videos, and I've seen train derailments, um... I've seen some that were crazy big explosions. I've seen some that were just crazy messes all over the place. Um, never really seen the train stay intact. And then I've seen some J.J. Abrams versions <laughs> where it's like, we're going to throw the world at you. It's just a, a train. A pickup truck can destroy a freight train. <laughs> no, no, it can't. And the guy can survive. Yeah, right? You know? In a head-on collision. It's, it's like, only half the truck's gone. Right. The, the, the train's in rubble, but half the, of the truck and, is still here. And half the town <laughs> is destroyed. Yeah. Um, but uh, with this one, uh, train crashes down, and the train stays intact. Uh, and I, I did find the physics of that really weird. Like, cause that one was a little off. Well, it, it was, because like the, the thing that was really odd is that it's like they made the train so much stronger than like the walls of cement it was going through. <laughs> and that just felt really weird. Like the scene itself, like the what was happening was awesome. Right. The action seemed really peculiar. Like that that crash was just like, huh. Right. That's like um it's kind of like a video game right now. It, like I should be able to hop into the train and walk up it and get to the next level. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that, was, um, that was what it did. Now, on top of uh, the the next one uh, that I really want to hit on is the big uh, finale set piece where they're fighting in the house out in the middle of Scotland. Which, by the way, yeah. uh, uh, touching some spoiler territory, 
the in this part of the movie, they're trying to protect M uh, from uh, Silva, uh, Javier's character. And so they're like, instead of taking her to some crazy uh, spy military bunker that has like uh, eight different fail safes with armed guards, or whatever, they're like, no, we're gonna take her to this big open house with a couple of muskets <laughs> and some and like we, two or three got- sticks of dynamite <laughs> out in the middle of Scotland. Well, to be fair. Daniel Craig, James Bond, he thought there were a lot more guns out there. Uh, true, true. And also, like, the the idea of it, I, I will argue, like, the idea of it was, like, they wanted to have a showdown with this guy. Because the problem was is that all of their awesome technology, all of that stuff, he had already somehow penetrated. Like, he right. was in the systems. Well, because well, he well he was a former agent. Um, yeah. Which, so, so, which, that is kind of I, a bit of a plot th- hole. This, this is the plot hole that really bothers me is why is he so good with, like, modern-day computers? Like, they're, like, talking about, like, Daniel Craig's confused. He's like, I don't know how this works. It's like, <laughs> well, you only got in the game, like, you know, four years ago. Why are you not <laughs> up to date on, like, a, you know, computers? Where is this guy who, you know, had, had, spoiler alert, disavowed agent. They thought he was dead, and it was, like, 20-something years ago because it was back when M was young. He's like, no, I totally know how, he's how been, everything he's, works. He spent the past 20 years researching google clearly he spent <laughs> yeah he, he apparently spent all of his time on computers because i can tell you this much about um older people who <laughs> are out of the technological game for a little bit they stare at them yes they stare at computers like they're a magical box the, that can just do things when they command it my, my, my father will look at my phone and he'll be like what what Wait, so I just move my finger over it and it turns on. What? But but what? How do I turn it off? Where's the button? You know, I mean, so so you would think that. And I want a Bond villain one day just to be, you know, one time to be like, all right, so we need to. How do I turn? What do? You, where's the buttons? Why are there no <laughs> buttons on this thing? Like, because that's the thing is like he was just way too good. Like he managed to get all this stuff. I'm like, you know, and Bond's like, uh. I have a gun. <laughs> yeah, I've got... Um, That's all I need. I've got a gun that reads my fingerprint. Yes. Um, and a radio. And a radio, yes. Uh, but, you know, they get out to the big, uh, you know, to, to the house out in the middle of Scotland. Yep. And they're assaulted by, you know, at least two platoons worth of, like, highly skilled... Yeah, they, they had, like, two cars show up first, and then they had an attack helicopter show up, which also seems impressive. It is the whole like um, England having a pretty expansive radar system and the <laughs> Royal Air Force and I don't know just like all these things that would probably be in place to shoot down a hostile aircraft. No, well, well see, th- this is how it works though. They're like, okay, so they're, they're looking at their screen uh, and there's like, uh, director, yeah, uh, yes, uh, I'm showing an attack helicopter out in the middle of Scotland. Let me take a look at that. They walk over to the screen, say. Uh, isn't that M and Bond's beacon there? Yeah. Oh, that's good. They they, they can take care of it. That's what I, 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 that's how that's the only way I assume that they did not touch it. I'm, I'm glad they cut that scene out. Yes, because because it would have uh, been really boring. <laughs> and they would have purposely had like a really long awkward pause. Like it would have been like the guy who's like, oh good heavens, what's that? <laughs> hmm, went there. Uh, sir, sir, come at, sir. Uh, I got uh, in your own time. And he finishes his tea and walks over. He's like, bloody hell, what is it? (laughs) Go through the whole thing. It would take forever. Forever. Um, You've seen British comedies. They're awkward and take a very long time. And they like to repeat things over and over again. Just to drill the point that this is funny. Did you... you, Oh, good heavens. I'm just flushed with hilarity. Uh, We're we're, we're watching. uh, And, you know, then... 
that just sounds like a Hugh Grant movie. <laughs> um, but so the thing that just kind of blows my mind on this one, and we talked about this after the movie, um, you know, this is a Bond movie. Not a huge spoiler, but Bond gets the upper hand. And he wait, wait, Bond wins. <laughs> he uh, uses the three sticks of dynamite, and uh, <laughs> and he blows up a propane tank. Yeah, okay, the propane yeah. tank explodes, and it shoots debris out at the helicopter. Yeah. Okay, now follow follow with me, if you will. <laughs> Bond explodes a propane tank inside the house, causing a minor explosion that and, shoots debris and fire and fire. Yeah. Uh, and it's just not a, it's just fire, it, uh, minor debris at the helicopter. The helicopter the pilots are taking out the the helicopter. The blades start going, and yeah. they they chop into the house. And once this it is an the old house, stone house. Old, old stone you. house. Okay, this is this isn't a house that's been soaked with gasoline. It it's not. Uh, well, clearly walls, it was. The walls <laughs> are should not be lined with dynamite. See, the helicopter the, flies into the house and huge effing explosion. Well, see, here's what you don't realize is back in the olden days when they build these air quote cottages, when they build these. The inside parts of the wall, the paint was essentially nitroglycerin. And oh, the, every single one, it was nitroglycerin. Now. And they tended, like, the, the main cross beams would always be laced with black powder just in case. Okay. So, I oh, mean, well, that, that, was, that was why they... No. Now, now, now one thing... Uh, okay. Now, I, I can suspend disbelief on that. Okay? <laughs> I can, you could suspend disbelief on nitroglycerin paint? No. no. no, I'm, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not actually... That is not that's uh, truthful not a, That's at not all. a thing. But... Uh, all right, so Bond's in this subterranean tunnel leading out of the house, kind of like the Underground rail, Railroad, but for Brits. Um, and he's leaving the house. Uh, the explosion happens, and it starts going through the tunnel because the fire w- yeah, has have a way to escape. So he's like, oh, Except for crap. all the open windows and all the... Right. Um, oh, well. So he he jumps to the into a side tunnel. The fire just goes right past him. Okay, that's fine. It's a freight train of explosion. It's not going to turn. <laughs> But Javier's character Silva is right in front of the freaking house. And yeah, he gets thrown because explosions that big only toss people. (laughs) That's it. The (laughs) movies have taught us that when there is a massive explosion that you're only like 20 feet away from, the shockwave doesn't kill you. The fire doesn't burn you. You don't get torn apart by shrapnel. You get tossed about 50 feet. And you might have broken a foot. Somewhere, Adam and Jamie from Mythbusters are tossing a table in front of them. And they're like, they're, oh, yeah, hell no. They're like, why do we do this? <laughs> uh, no, you know what? They actually probably asked the writers to put that in there so that they had more material yeah, for, right. uh, for right, season now we're 15. Gonna, now we're going to do more James Bond myths. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, so... Uh, uh, I'm not going to give the entire... No, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to uh, go with this massive spoiler. Okay. <laughs> You're like, we're about to ruin the movie. Yeah, so if, if you haven't seen it yet, don't, you know, just just stop. go just, just go watch it. No matter it. what we do, no matter what we spoil, the movie is worth seeing. Absolutely. So even if you know the storyline, deal with it. Spo- go spend your money and watch this exactly. movie. Exactly. Uh, spoiler, spoiler here. M dies, which crushed me. She she what? <laughs> no, I, no, no it, 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 I mean that's you can't it, kill. It was so well done though. It was, but still. Yeah. Now granted uh they, you know it was a, a passing of the guard uh um Ralph finds Voldemort uh <laughs> is uh, the torch is passed on to Voldemort, you know? I mean, he has eight horcruxes. He will last at least 12 movies. Um, but uh, oh, yeah. but you know, and now being that his last name was Mallory, he is now M. Yep, you know, and, yep. he, and he takes over. But one thing, and I was going to leave this little gem here for you. I, I 
we were, we only touched on this character briefly uh, mm-hmm. at the very beginning of the review uh, when uh, a character is shot at the very beginning of the movie off of the train yeah. by a character named Eve, who was played by uh, Naomi Harris. But what you find out at the end of the movie, which again, I knew I, I, before I, the end, well, I totally knew. Uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and because uh, I know you were extremely I, jazzed I, I, about I am this. So uh, no, no, this this is like one of the things that was just like the epitome of Bond, and it made me so happy because. Okay. Naomi, she shoots Bond. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the beginning of the movie. If I ruin it for you because I've ruined the first five minutes, you could just <laughs> saw it off. But no, like, she shoots him. Uh-huh. And so she's taken out of field work. Right. And when he comes back, she's like, well, they won't put me back out in the field, all this stuff. And right there, I was like, oh. Uh-huh. And things progress. And then, like, they end up having a conversation later. She says she doesn't want to go back out in the field. She's working with Mallory because it's Mallory. She, he wasn't M yet. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's right. You're working You're working for Mallory. And at the very end of the movie, they walk in. The moment they open that door and I see the, the coat rack, I'm like, oh, I need to be <laughs> I just get super excited. And he's like, and Bond's like, oh, you know, we've never been formally introduced. And she introduces herself as money penny exactly and, that, <laughs> and this is the series i mean that is like one of the biggest uh you know the biggest ah, that, that, ah. Is, that is like bond though it's they like have that, brought it back and the best part is is bond throughout all of bond has never had sex with money penny ever and and he didn't have sex with her in this movie despite all of the sexual tension and all of the other women he was having he sex was, with he was boning everything left right and center in this movie, which is kind of james bond though yes. i mean that's that's the thing now for a little fun for a little fun with with this uh with this review there were so many callbacks in my opinion whether they were uh intentional or unintentional to archer in uh in this movie okay uh you know he 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 had the downfall so he goes on a drunken sex binge uh, out on an island okay yeah i don't even know where he's Uh, just he's drinking alcohol with a scorpion on his arm after having (laughs) sex i don't know i guess they were just trying to show us that yeah by the way james bond's badass even when he's pretending to be dead yeah he's like look you know i got a scorpion i'm gonna drink still watch this it was like oh don't you don't you sting me don't don't uh, that's right i'm taking a drink see if it had been archer he would have got stung in the eye yeah 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 he would have <laughs> uh but um with eve uh the only difference was uh, i mean she did have big man hands are you are you gonna say she's lana yes yes <laughs> and not just because she's black <laughs> oh we pulled out that uh, hey i'm black i can pull the card that's true and i give you a temporary pass yeah, for every, the day every now and then yes. every, every now and now and again <laughs> i give aj the pass um uh but uh you know you have that and then uh also mallory um oh mallory archer yes, come on Damn it! <laughs> didn't even get that. I missed that one. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, Mallory. Um, and it, it, there's just a few. You know, there are some similarities. How did we miss? Q, Q is Cyril Figgis. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's all, all there. Now, the only thing that uh, we did not touch on with this is the uh, bring. Uh, they brought back the car. Oh, I was so happy when I saw that Aston Martin. Yes, that I mean it, it was just, and, and she was, and I like how it was just like kind of small, right? No, no. My favorite part <laughs> is, is that he like he he like opens up the storage container where like they stuck all of his stuff. So what we're to believe is that the whole time Daniel Craig's been James Bond, he's had an Aston Martin DB6. Yes, with machine guns. <laughs> like he's just had this because it is this is like the quintessential sean connery james bond car it's like yes, the it exact is. same one it's got the plates and everything 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 and was spot on the funniest part is is that there's that they're driving and she's like it's a little uncomfortable isn't it 
and he flips open the gear shift knob to the red button, and she's like, oh, go ahead and eject me. <laughs> he's just like, oh, okay. Was, I thought that was just so awesome. I, I personally think, and if you're a Bond fan, I think this was a Bond movie for Bond fans. Whether, whether or not they wanted this to be uh, appealed to a wider audience, they threw in so many callbacks that they're like, hey, look, this one's for you guys. You and know, I think they owed it to us. They did. Because what it was is that Quantum of Solace and Casino Royale were great spy thrillers. Quantum of Solace less so. But it, it's still really good. But it was like the sort of thing where after I'd watch them, I'm like, is he Bond yet? I, I, think, I, I personally think that this was a massive apology for getting Madonna to do Die Another Day. Um, I, I think that that this movie was just just that love letter of a, of an apology saying, you, you know what I'm we shouldn't sorry. have done. We shouldn't have gotten Madonna involved. <laughs> Ever. I know it took us a really long time to apologize, <laughs> but we mean it. Well, well, that, that's like when a guy gets caught cheating. He doesn't really want to admit it for a while. He doesn't want to bring up any arguments. He doesn't want to bring up any uncomfortability. But he's just so, like, so twelve mm. years later. <laughs> Here, oh, honey, I, I have um, I have some roses and some candy for you, and it's not uh, you know, it's it's not Valentine's Day. I, I brought an Aston Martin. I bought, yeah, <laughs> I brought an Aston Martin DB6. Is, you know, is that enough? Is money penny? <laughs> yeah, it was like, hey, look, here's Q and gadgets and the car and money penny, and then. The original office. I was so excited exactly. about that at the you know, very end. And, and, uh, it's, and it's like, okay, we forgive you. Yeah, yeah, it was like right there, that crescendo where but, like where they just come to it and it's like, well, Mr. Bond, and they both sit down. I was like, <laughs> I'm a huge Bond fan, so I was just so happy that they went back to that. I personally feel for the for me not being a massive Bond fan that this is actually encouraging me to start from the beginning and go through the ha- have myself a marathon. I, I own all the movies. Well, okay, well I might take them with me when I leave. All of them. Um, <laughs> he's like all of them. Uh, I think uh, also that the, uh, I will recommend this for anybody, whether they're Bond fan or not. They definitely need to go out and see the movie. And if they don't, if they miss seeing the movie in the theaters. Catch a dollar uh, dollar theater, check it out, and then definitely get it on Blu-ray because the thing is shot gorgeous. I mean, it, it's a beautiful film. the The cinematography in it is absolutely fantastic. Lighting the, was perfect. Sound was perfect. All of the acting was amazing. Yes. I don't think anyone in the film. I was like, oh, well, they could have had a better actor for that. No, all of it was. You mean just, Halle Berry couldn't couldn't have had a role in this? Um, Sorry, I keep on the, going back to that one. You, you really just are all over that uh, one. A guy with a with diamond skin. Yeah. Okay, first of all, first of all, well, I, I will say this much for that film, uh-huh. for that Pierce Brosnan film, the last Pierce Brosnan film, mm-hmm. they were totally taking a piss out of themselves. They really like, were. That, that was the sort of thing where there was no plans for another James Bond movie after that. Right. And they knew Pierce Brosnan wasn't going to do it. So they're like, let's just end this right. Let's just go. <laughs> like that part where Halle Berry's like tied up and he's like, just kill her. And he's like, can I use the lasers? <laughs> ah, don't make a mess. It's like, it like, come on, lasers. And they're like shooting all they, they over. They had to try. <laughs> they, it, the, it was, it was terrible, but awesome at the same time. Plus it's also the exact same uh, storyline as diamonds are forever. Sean yeah. Connery. I was, I, when I first watched it, I was like, Oh, you guys, um, guys, I did have you seen the other movies? Like, did you did you notice the? Oh, shut up! We were on strike. The the, sa- the diamond satellite. Thing. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so, uh, do you think? Last question for me. Do you think that this is going to actually go into kind of a, a resurgence of even like the Doctor No story? 
Oh, that's an interesting question. That, that, that's um, the, that's, there's a lot of speculation that that's what they were setting this up for, so is to reboot like it completely, completely and start this. from the beginning. Huh. And, yeah. and maybe maybe not so much do the same storylines, but kind of riff on the old storylines and give it a fresh take. Well, I can definitely see Hollywood wanting to do a reboot, because creative is not their forte anymore. No, it's So, not. like, rebooting is their thing. Um, I'd say that that's distinctly possible. I I would be interested to see how long Daniel Craig stays Bond because he is getting older. I he mean, is. don't get me wrong; he is he's Daniel Craig, and he's bad. He's bad, mm-hmm. but like, who's bad? Daniel Craig. <laughs> you shut your mouth. I'm just talking about James Bond. No. Um, oh God. I, I went there. Yeah. Deal with it. Use my card. Well, okay. Well, 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 well here, here's the thing, though. You know, you, you bring in uh, the shaft aspect of it. Um, there are rumors that the next Bond may be black. And it would be uh, played by, because uh, I'm looking at him right now, uh, Idris Elba. He's on that show Luther. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, I know who you're talking um, about. Um, uh, he was also on, uh, I'm pu- pulling up his credits right now. Uh, he, was on, he was on Thor as uh, Heimdall. Yeah. Um, he was also in uh, Prometheus. I, I don't see him as Bond. And, and the only reason why I would say that you probably aren't going to see a black Bond mm-hmm. is because... It's like it's like they've had so much of Bond being like just like you. It's like I almost feel like the world is so PC mm-hmm. that what they don't want to do is then like make a like a black character who is a dickweed. Like it's all right for a white <laughs> British guy to be a complete dickweed and abuse women and be an ass, but it's like you make him a black man, then you're gonna have people like, what are you saying about black men? <laughs> well, well it, just imagine, just imagine someone saying, all right. And now, starring in uh, the new reboot of Shaft, Carrie Elwes. <laughs> <laughs> it just wouldn't work. It, wouldn't work. it really, really like wouldn't some, work. Some roles, like I think, like there's a lot of room for like uh, like genders being changed and and race and all that. But it's like some roles have just like so historically been a certain way. That's like it would be a hell of a switch. I'd still probably love the movie. It would go mm-hmm. in my collection because I'm a huge James Bond fan. But I feel like people would like completely just flip out absolutely because deep down inside they're racist yeah, pretty <laughs> that's much. really what it is <laughs> well again from uh from uh, kenny and aj we definitely recommend you guys check out uh skyfall um really good movie if you miss it in the theaters get it on blu-ray it's still in theaters go see it right now right now, and, right if it, now. And, and if it is not in theaters when you hear me say this go buy it or go I don't know. Go see it right now. Right now. Turn it off. Go watch it. <laughs> for, uh, for a retroactive, I'm Kenny Adam. And I'm AJ. Talk to you guys next time.